Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Morning, big fella. How's it going? All right, yeah. Yeah. Pottering around. Yeah. Doing pottering stuff. Potter. I love a potter. I, love I a potter. like a potter. Do you like a potter? Have you got a... Do I'm you a big, sing a tune yeah. when you potter? Or do you just silently potter? Um, no, I often have... I stick the music on the Sonos system, so it's all like... Are you humming? Song, no, like a... Like a potter and Oh, hum. you mean like a potter noise? Yeah, do you do a little potter noise? What's your potter noise? I suppose it has got a... Sort of a jolly... It's what not I, a whistle. It's not that jolly. Yeah. You know, no, like no, whistling no, is enforced jolly, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a potter, a potter I, hum is, you know, the right mm, level, I think. It's not offensive. Thudum, thudum. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. My, um, I realise what I do uh, most days is um, just spend my adult life sitting down um, and occasionally going, right, just to myself. And then not doing anything. <laughs> and then not doing anything after it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I to need to myself. crack on with... right. Okay, right. <laughs> I just uh, say it yeah. all the time to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so you're interrupting your own potter the right. there, aren't you, really? Yeah, because yeah. Inter- yeah, the pottering's not getting anything done, whereas I'm like, right, you know, I must crack on. I think, you, I think you're devaluing the potter. Up. Enjoy the potter. You know, fall into know, the potter. Really. Enjoy the potter. And then when the potter is done, then the work can be done. That's the... I'm going to get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Sounds like an Aesop fable. Uh, look, I've said it right this week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, yeah. That's the, the a potter. A potter's work is never done. <laughs> that's the thing with the potter. Right? No, it will. It will problem. find its natural conclusion. Uh, the potter, I think. Mm. Agreed. Uh, what have you been up to, Steve? Well, there's, obviously there was a, there's some teacher strikes this week, so I've had a couple of days of homeschooling. That was a like quantum leap being thrown back into the pandemic. You know, when we had to homeschool, it was a little bit oh, looking at my hands and going, oh, "I'm here again." But it's, you know, know, it's interesting because I say to my son, do you understand what a strike is? And he goes, yeah. And he's just laughing because, you know, he, he doesn't really understand, but he, he knows he gets no. a day off school. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. There's a whole generation of uh, of kids who, well, I guess my generation as well, really, when anyone on strike, you just think strikes are like a glorious day. Of no, I think for our generation, it was, it was boilers. It was, it was winter boilers. You know, like when the boilers, boilers broken, right. schools closed. Boilers stopped working. Boilers stopped working. It was yeah. for our generation. Boilers not working. Yeah. It was like, what's that yeah. chemical that's released during childbirth? You know, it's that. It was that, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah, I always. Uh, and it's only now when you look back and you think, what what sort of cowboy company was selling schools boilers that yeah, only worked boy. in the summer? Yeah, because they don't. They're not on that, in the summer, oh, are oh, they? No, no. Yeah, no, the heat not working to win it, mate. No, 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 no. Just checking, this boiler you've just put in, it's, it's quite a lot of money, and obviously it's for the school and stuff. It's coming out of local council, and there's a lot of money we've put into it. Mm, it's going to mm, be all right in the mm. winter, isn't it? It's going to be like the winter month. Oh, no, no. Oh, what? Oh, you want a winter boiler? Well, yeah, I just want a boiler. I don't really need a boiler in oh, the Oh, no, no. What? They don't do winter. They might do, they might do them in China. <laughs> I can imagine this conversation would playing out in like 1987. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might do them in, Ch- in Japan or something. Somewhere like that. Yeah. Where all the Somewhere video like recorders that. come from, your tatungs and your sanyos. <laughs> <laughs> Just made a link. 
<laughs> you know, as we all yeah. did in that just, that time between superior technology time. that was cheaper than than our own. <laughs> there was um, there was a tweet the other day that I had to retweet, and you know we, we don't get political on this show, and I no. and I, I don't know what. Um, we don't mention politics, it's not worth it. But this one just made me laugh because it was so stupid. I, I had to Google the MP to see if it was a real MP or a parody account. <laughs> yeah, you can never tell, can you? You, know what I, you go, I don't know if this is a real member of parliament or is it someone taking it's the mickey. a laughs doing a character. Big, <laughs> it's a big video of all the teachers on strike and sort of saying, and this person said, um, Andrea Jenkins, MP, said, Children suffered enough with their education during lockdown, which is true. She's not wrong there. Teachers should put children first and not strike. Why don't they strike during the summer holidays when kids won't have to miss lessons? It's like a new idea where you just strike on the day off that you're having anyway. No one notices you're gone. It's like Santa going on strike in June. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've been on strike all summer holidays, (laughs) have you? Oh, we were in Butland. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, six weeks. Six yeah. weeks. We'll show you. Placard we'll show you. Yeah, because you got the placard and you're outside the school. No one was there. We're all in holidays. No one well, was We missed it. Mm. It's one of the most ridiculous. That's like, that is like a parody. I love it. People don't think. That, do you know what I mean? You see why I had to Google them to see if they were yeah. real. Are they real? <laughs> they were a real MP. They are a real, actual person who uh, some some people voted for at some Solved point. It. Who's in Solved that of problem things. straight away. Well done. Yeah. So that, what we've worked out in that link is uh, boilers. It's sort of they they link weirdly. Boilers uh, that only work in the summer, mm. and um, and be, and people should go on strike on the day that they were having off anyway. The day off, yeah, yeah, just the Makes day sense. off, so nobody Perfect. notices. There you go, solved. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Uh, now we uh, got an email, Steve. So it's time mm. for a little bit of this. All right, you know it. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. I'm just gonna make a sentence for Steve. Questions for Steve. Questions I'm gonna go and listen to another podcast. Okay. Podcast. Questions for Steve. Questions for Steve. Oh, we finished. Right, enjoyed finish. that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Do you know um, the, the um, interestingly Netflix? Um, mm. I had somebody have a meeting at Netflix, and they were going through their. Um, things where they sort of show where audiences drop off and which, oh, yeah. or, you know, who watches what and all that sort of stuff. And um, their biggest drop-off rate happens uh, during the opening credits of a TV or film show. Oh, it's a lack of attention span there, though, isn't it? Yeah. Let's so watch this. Watch the oh, first little bored. Bit. Yeah. Even though it says skip intro as well on yeah. most of them. I, like, I feel a lot of the so, Netflix intros, the, the, you know, the title sequences are very similar. You know, it's a sort of movie yeah. music. It's like a map with a line going on it at a different angle. Some pictures. I get. I, well, they, they, I'm bored of it. Straight I think away. they'll start getting rid of them. Do you remember? Mm. Um, do you remember films when we were kids? Though, how long those it opening? Intro? Have you ever sat down with your kids and gone, "Well, watch this well, from 1988"? Do you know what? The my opening son intro. Suddenly, my son suddenly got into the Titanic, right? For no reason at all. He loves it. All right. And we ended up watching because we can't watch Titanic. It might be a bit too. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like painting naked places. ladies and all that. Really. So there's a film from like 1952 or something called, um, yeah, painting like one of your French ladies, called um, <laughs> Night to Remember, which is a Titanic film, 50s, black and white. Oh, right. And, and in those days, mm. all the names and all the titles come up at the beginning. Like at the beginning? beginning. He literally turned it on oh, and he went, my no, is it finished? And I went, no, it just started. <laughs> it really threw him. And then there was a lot of setup, you know, like different different people getting on the boat. She's like, oh, I'm bored of this. And then one oh, woman yeah. had like 
like a, a scarf made out of foxes or stoats or something. He went, what's she wearing? And I was like, oh, it's problematic, this. Oh, it's a lot. How much it feels from the 50s, explaining this. People used to wear dead animals around the necks. <laughs> weird, weird. Um, right, we've got a question for Steve. Oh, sorry. We've got a question for Steve. I remember that's what we were doing five minutes ago. Um, okay, so the, uh, I'm going to go with it. Actually, I'll go with this one since we've been talking about movies. Um, this is Lee in Glasgow who wants to know what your top five comfort movies are, ones that you've seen more than a few times already, ones that mean something to you and you would still happily sit through uh, if you were scrolling through the channels on a Sunday afternoon. You don't have to do five. You can just do yeah. three, Steve. You know. I feel like it is that thing, isn't it? That's the judge, isn't it? If you're flicking through and, you, mm. and a film's on, even though you've seen it loads of times, you'll watch it. Yeah. I think Back yeah, to the Future is one of those, isn't it? For, for I was a lot of say people. Back to the Future. And my son loves Back to the Future as well, so like we can, we'll, I'll dip into that anytime it's on. So that, yeah. there's one. one. Yeah. What else? Ooh, um, ooh, I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I think I think for me, anything as far as, far as what you've said is that's the prerequisite. Like they're just on and you're watching any sort of Indiana Jones, James Bond type mm. that I can I can if they're on, I go. I watch this. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, some um, of the bonds are quite, quite long, Some of them are a bit weird. They are, but you can dip in and out because it's not. Yeah, you, you don't come do. back and go. Oh, who's this now? Like you know, yeah. what's going on here? What's who's the baddie here? Guy like, now, and gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's who's the baddie here? Is it the one with one eye and a big scar on his face? Yes, it is. Is it that one with with so steel on his teeth? Spinning it. <laughs> is it the one with the bowler hat who chops your head off? All right, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, you know where you are, don't you? You know where you are. Um, Groundhog Day. I could, I could watch that every day. Ironically. I could watch Groundhog Day. Um, yeah, apparently I could, yeah. Yeah. I quite yeah. enjoy that one. The musical, by the way, if you've not seen the musical, is brilliant. We should go and see that. All right, okay. While we'll you're, in, while you're uh, Before you head back over to Gozo. Um, it's uh, oh, it's great. Tim Minchin has written the music, and it's just a brilliant, brilliant production. If you've not managed to see uh, Groundhog Day, the musical, uh, it's an absolute cracker. Um and I tell you the other good one actually, just while we're not that we're talking about uh, movies, but uh, is uh, Crazy for You? That's the other brilliant musical that's in uh, London What's at the moment as well. Is Obviously, a... Wizard of Oz at the Palladium. Uh, um, yeah, it's got, yeah. it's just like a it it's a classic sort of um, it, like classic sort of old MGM beautiful. Uh, oh, okay. Nothing to do with Madonna dancing song. and right. Just check. No, it's not got anything to do that. It's a romantic comedy. It's it's uh, Gershwin, you know. And so oh, it's, okay. uh, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's very very good. Jason Manford. Dave Berry is back on the Breakfast Show tomorrow. He's going to be joined by Simon Pegg as Mission Impossible opens at cinemas. And listen to Dave on Monday when you can also be winning your way to Kendall Calling. Actually, talking about movies, Steve, the Mission Impossible franchise, uh, mm -hmm. they're all Yeah, good. they're very they're good, good, aren't films. they? Yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise rarely, rarely makes a bad film, doesn't he? No, Even though yeah, he's, quite he's, an, he's at that level, you know isn't I mean? he? Yeah. Yeah. He's just at that level. Like He's a bit odd sometimes and you don't know how old he is and... What that, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he just knows he how says, to make a film. He does he? all his own stunts and all that. Well, he, that's, he does. He, I, mean, I saw him. I just don't think he'd get the insurance. Yeah, some of them, I'm sure, but I, yeah, no, not all. Mate, of them. I saw him clinging on the insurance. side of an aeroplane, mate. So, um, yeah, he's probably like stuck on he... like what was that wallpaper? But wallpaper you... advert, eighties solvite. Maybe he was solvited on. <laughs> so you and then there's you no danger believe... there. You don't believe Tom Cruise when he says he does all his own stunts, even though there's a, 150 people on set who could all go, no, he don't. You've gone, nah, don't believe it. 
I think he's super glued on, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying he doesn't do them. I'm just saying he's he's wallpapered. Oh, is it? On. That, I feel on. I feel like that still counts as doing your doing your own stunts. Uh, but anyway, people you can on set to wouldn't say Peg. something after that COVID one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, he just, he's got a temper, hasn't he? He's got a right temper. Um, Simon Pegg uh, is on uh, the Breakfast Show tomorrow with Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Um, we've had a little um, message from David Gold, Steve. Oh, thank um, you, not 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 that one. No, not the West Ham one. Um, this is did he buy? Did he buy? Was he a chairman or something? I can't remember. Something to the West Ham. Wasn't anyway, it? Oh, I'm getting confused. This, this is a different David Gold. Okay. Uh, he says, "Hi guys. After last week's discussion on Steve's eyesight, uh, I thought this is when we were discussing why I just started sort of needing glasses on occasion, and you um, still show. don't even even in yeah. in your mid fifties now." And you still <laughs> just, just, just even at fifty. I'm literally just fifty on it. I just look the cusp in it. Just you know, you know, I'm still the cusp of fifty. Six yeah, grace early fifty grace on the, on the downhill slope. Fifty, <laughs> all right, fifty. 50. I mean, so there's argument. That's the um, last year of your forties, isn't there? Really? I mean, fifty. So well, your forties, I'd say. <laughs> say that then, late forties. Yeah, late forties. Um, yeah. But you still don't need gla- like glasses. I mean, you say that you've not been to opticians for a year, but they surprised me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, David Gold says, I thought you might be interested to know about a 2012 study on differences between men and women in presbyopia. Presbyopia? Mm-hmm. It's not sure. It's not long time. Aging eyes. Yeah. Aging eyes. Aging eyes. Yes, aging eyes. She's got aging eyes. Yeah. That's it which showed that women often need help with close-up vision before men. Turns out that it can be uh, mainly due to working distances. Men are often taller, so have longer arms, and quite simply can manage for a little longer before needing reading glasses. So at six foot three, that's probably why Steve has managed to get into his early 50s. <laughs> he, he said that, by the way. That's no. not me. No, <laughs> he said come that. on, Dave. I have got long that's arms as well. I'm backing him up here. I'm, I'm, I'm interested yeah. in the theory. Um, he says that's probably why Steve has managed to get into his fifth, to get into his fifties without an op- without any optical assistance. I listen to your podcast on Sunday uh, show every week and love it. So that might be the mm. reason. It's because you've got those big, long orangutan arms. Mm. But he, that doesn't that take those... into account the crochet work and the needlework I do, which is very much up close. You know, when I'm that's doing very the close to your face. When I'm doing the home. Yeah, suite, but I've um, seen the quality of that work and that's not uh, when I do it that's because I do it from a distance because I've got such long arms and my elbows are going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there's something in that then. Maybe it's just because your arms are I don't know. Long I don't know. You've about not that. noticed. I don't not I don't sure. do anything at you arm's length. Up a minute ago. I don't Yeah, but I don't do everything at arm's length. <laughs> I no. I don't understand. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. But I guess if you're reading a book, although saying that you don't read a book like no. with your arms fully extended. If I saw something reading the book with your arms fully extended, I'd go, he's short sighted or he's he long sighted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why he's holding it really far away at an angle. No, I mean, you know, I'm happy to, when the time for the glasses comes, I'm happy to embrace yeah. that. Fair enough. Get myself a big pair of, you know, Gok Wans. I'm, I'll enjoy myself. But um, get not to there, Elton yeah. John's, uh, does a range of glasses now as well. Have they got crossing like guitarics and stuff like that? Because that's what I'm interested in. Got, Glitter. They've got all sorts. Got all sorts, mate. Got all sorts. Okay. It's, it's right. Elton. Well, well, looking forward to it. 
Maybe we'll just maybe this show could be sponsored by Specsavers next time. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Now, Steve, a little while back, um, I was doing some gigs in the uh, United Arab Emirates. Mm -hmm. And we were scuttling through, we were heading to somewhere, and just needed some food quick. And I found a Nando's. Yeah, yeah, found a Nando's. Nando's, yeah. Went in the Nando's, thought, I'll just get my usual, you know, I don't know, what's your usual order from? Half chicken, spicy rice, spicy chips. You medium, you medium rant. No, Nando's? I'll 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 mess with that. I'll never hot. go medium. I'll go higher. Oh, Sometimes I go like mental, and then I go, oh, I shouldn't have gone that mental. But it'll always oh, be. I can't do. Oh, you not really? I, I, that's no, a, I'm a medium. Doesn't feel as peri peri. Doesn't feel as you know. It's like, like full on chili. You know, like with the. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I just don't think food should hurt. It, I don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, so I just but in all I'm, it, I'm love hurts, a... doesn't it? You know, everything hurts. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Anything worth it hurts. Yeah, you say. So yeah, no pain, no gain. I'm, I'm very much medium Nando's butter chicken uh, curry. I'm, you lemon you know, and I don't herb. Need to, I don't... Oh no, I'm not. Hey, come oh, I see. on. <laughs> see. Hey, whoa. I see. Hey. I see. the mango I've one. Yeah, so the mango one. Hey, mango I've never one, been so insulted in my life. Um, but what they had was we, we got to Nando's and. Uh, they had uh, a hanging chicken kebab. What? You know those like hanging chicken? What? Yes, Steve. They've got a Are different menu. Selling different stuff. What complete? That's not exactly. even haven't even like that. As a wrap. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. I'm, do you know what? I'm, I'm, this is the first time I've mentioned this to you, and I'm I'm heartened by your response. No, that is that because they can't be doing that. Because especially can't be if it's good, especially if it's better, things. especially if it's Mate, better it and it's better. not available over here. We invented Nando's. Exactly. That we did actually. South African it's, it's, no, restaurant. No, the first Nando's. I think if you drive, I think it's in Putney. When you drive through Putney, there's a sign saying, "Yeah, it says welcome to Putney." No, it's not like I'm the sign coming into Putney. It's on the side <laughs> no, of the building. Sad. Yeah, there's other things from Putney. It's on the side of the building <laughs> where the original Nando's is and and is still there. I think. So there you go. Is it really? Putney. Pretty sure. Is it from here? Why have they Why have they pretended that it's from? Well, maybe the. the like, well, no, the, it was South the, African. The, no, it's Portuguese. The the peri peri, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but no, I think it's Portuguese. I think it's Portuguese like themed. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. founded in South Africa. Oh, I don't well, know where Putney anyway. comes into it. I think like you've made that bit up. But again, this is if if we were I doing this show twenty years ago, Frankie, what gone? <laughs> nobody be able to nobody be able to call you out on it. But I Google have a it now. That it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go. Nando's Putney. Um, well, I'll just come up with a Putney Nando's. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're getting sidetracked again. Here we are. Oh, the restaurant was founded in 1987 in Johannesburg by a Portuguese-born Fernando Duarte. He was called Fernando, South. wasn't he? Yeah. He was called Fernando. Did he end up in Putney? Called that, so. Where's the Putney? I don't know what Putney's got to do with it. Maybe that was the first British one. Anyway, yeah. okay. we're dealing with big issues here, Steve. Oh, we are. We are. Why we are. is Nando's? Why is Nando's selling? Other things to other people around the world, and not to us. We've been I mean, shortchanged. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like. It was because well how long nice. has it been going on behind your back? That's the thing. How long they've been selling? <laughs> exactly. It? You're a, you know, you're very much. We have a very much a relationship with Nando, which we think was based on trust. And then you exactly. turn your back for a second, and over in the United Arab Emirates, they're all mm. just dripping hanging exactly. kebabs in their mouth. And also, Steve, it wasn't like the menu was missing something from our menu. It wasn't like, no, it was oh, well, it's because they don't get wraps yeah, or butterfly yeah, yeah, chicken. Yeah. 
It was like, no, no, they just get an extra thing. So I do feel a little bit shortchanged. And if there's anybody from Nando's who's listening to the show, um, or you know somebody high up at Nando's, not like somebody just works in the shop. No, Fernando. I want Fernando. I want to talk to Fernando. I want actual Fernando. Yeah, I want it. I want this explained to us why other countries are getting things that we ain't getting. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. So after being furious, Steve, about Nando's and yeah. their hanging uh, chicken kebabs uh, yeah. in the UAE, naturally, it did actually get me. Yeah, naturally, it did get me thinking. Like it does happen sometimes, doesn't it? When you go abroad. And you, you pop into one of the chain restaurants, fast food or whatever it is, and they've got different stuff on the menu mm. than we've yeah. got back home. Yeah. Uh, so I put it out there to see if anyone else had been uh, annoyed by this. It could be this. It could be something you've seen abroad that you want bringing home to the UK. It could also be like a limited edition thing that you that they had for a bit and yeah. then stopped yeah. doing. You know, anything like that. Yeah. Um, Chris Mason says, my friend has the ultimate McDonald's hack. He essentially invented the chicken Big Mac back in the early thousands. After a few drinks on the way home, he'd go to the counter and ask for a DIY chicken sandwich. He would ask them to do the bun, lettuce, chicken, bun, lettuce, chicken, with the Big Mac sauce smothered between each layer. It's a game changer. A chicken Mm -hmm. Big Mac. He invented it. Three layers of chicken. Uh, lettuce, chicken, bun. Lettuce. No, no. Two, two layers of chicken. Two. Okay. But there's an extra bun in the middle. Uh, Steph Watson says, "I used to live in Beijing, where KFC had wraps with the sauce from Beijing duck. It was yummy." Mm, well, that's different, isn't it? That oh, is different. Yeah, we could have a bit of that. Yeah. Maybe KFC needs to start thinking about yeah different different sauces. Well, I, I feel like when I was in world. Spain, when I was filming in Spain a lot, the KFC mm. over there, the you know the sort of the batter, the breadcrumb, or you know, the whatever's coated the, you know, the the chicken in KFC. It's slightly mm. different over there. It's a bit more hard to Is explain, it? sort of more rugged, robust, jaggedy, like with sh- bits in it, rather than looking like breadcrumbs. It's different. It's very different. Really, and it's all it's all about jaggedy. I, I like yeah, that word, jaggedy. I can't ex- jaggedy. explain it. It's, yeah, <laughs> That's a good word. And it does it taste different? Yeah, because it's a very different consistency. That sort of, it's more crunchy. It's got a lot more crunch. I imagine the crunch is built with a K as well. I'd expect so. Does the Colonel know about this? Because it's He's easy. with a C, you know, isn't he, the Colonel? Yeah, but, yeah, of course. But what I mean Shame, is like... Really. Does, does the Colonel know? He's been dead years. They don't care anymore. Oh, right. People are things have been going off, you know, all sorts of things since yeah, he's, since but, he's but gone. The man... The manager of an, any individual KFC can't go. Do you know what? I'm going to swap one of them herbs and spices out for no, uh, cumin. No, it's. I think that no, you can't mess with the herbs and spices. But it's something to do I mean? with the whatever it's coated with. So not breadcrumbs oh. or different type of breadcrumbs. Joanne said, "I'd love McDonald's to bring back root beer. I'm old enough to remember them selling it in the nineties. Root beer. I, don't I, know I actually don't. But know I wasn't really is. McDonald's kid. It's uh, it's." Dr. Pepper's the closest thing to it, isn't it? It's a, it's a it? very American thing. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it does sound very American. No, I, I know you've said that before. You weren't really a McDonald's kid. Was you? Was that because you? There was was the McDonald's when you were a kid. Was it just like one or two? There were. It just wasn't as everywhere. It was more. You know, there wasn't. Yeah. They weren't fast food when I were a kid. <laughs> no, I guess there wasn't. 
I realised, um, in fact, even in the last week, I mean, I'm working in London a lot, but um, I ate out three times this week um, at restaurants. And I realised that I ate out more this week than I did in my whole childhood. Mm, yeah. I went to, I remember I went to Amir's birthday at McDonald's. Also, when I was a kid, McDonald's wasn't somewhere you went, like, regularly. It was somewhere you went for other children's birthday parties. Yeah, yeah. That's an what easy McDonald's was. thing to do, isn't it? It's an easy place to get yeah. together everyone with food. Two, I remember that. McDonald's for Amir's birthday party when I was about eight. And I was about 13, we went for a curry, Blue Moon uh, Curry House in, uh, in Withington. And, um, and, and that's it. That was, the only, that was the two restaurants we went to our whole childhood. Mm. And now it's yeah. like... I think we had a, yeah, I think we had a beef eater that opened near us. At the, you know, you'd go there for like, oh, you know, nice. special occasions, like, you know, 21st, oh, yeah. 18th, Fancy. you know, the big day, the big birthdays. <laughs> yeah. That's where you want to remember you were in a beef eater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paolo says, McDonald's spinach and Parmesan nuggets in Italy. They are fantastic. McDonald's in Italy feels wrong, doesn't it? it does really? Yeah, like, uh, not as wrong food. as like a Pizza Hut. Like a pizza, like a Pizza Express. Yeah, that, that would be worse. Wrong, no, it? not even a no a pizza like a Papa John's or something. Yeah, <laughs> or just like a or a shop just selling yeah. Dolmio sauces with the cartoon puppets. Going, that's what you lot look like. There you go. There's your sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Malloy Grossman. You know what I mean? Any of those sauces yeah. that are pre-mixed Any- in the in the, in Italy would feel yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, Shannon says Pizza Hut uh, locations in New Zealand offer. A very unique Marmite stuffed pizza crust. Oh, that sounds good. I'm a Marmite guy. You, that would like that for me. You, 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 you give a take. Mm. You, you know, you're all right with Marmite, but you. I, I, I break you, the mold. Yeah, break the mold, don't you? You don't love it or hate it. You think, yeah, it's all I right. Just think it's all. Right. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would have ruined People that whole it guy's it. idea. It's fine. Like twelve it's people right. around the table. So I'm. This is what we're going with. You love it or you hate it, and that's fine. We're we're allowed to be one thing. So you, this side of the table love it. Like, so we all agreed on that. You either love it or you hate it. Jason, your thoughts? What? <laughs> take it or leave it. Uh, no, no, we, that's not. That's no. Take it or leave it. That's not. We're not going to run with. Can take Marmite. You can that's take it I or think. leave it. We that, can't run with that. That's our. We've already. That's not no, right. All right. Happy way. Just do it. (laughs) All of them came out. (laughs) Uh, Don and the family uh, said, um, we went to Israel and got a Burger King's donut burger. Uh, It's a a Hanukkah treat that is basically similar to a jelly-filled donut, but with meat. So it's like a burger, but with meat. But a donut with meat, I'm not sure about that. No, that is... When I bite into a donut and that sprays out, that is not the surprise I want. I don't want. <laughs> no, I, I don't want. I don't want mince lamb <laughs> shooting into the roof of my cool. mouth. I do not. I'm out. No, I am. I'm, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's not no, for no, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, Leslie Mason says Pizza Hut's cheeseburger crust pizza in Australia when we went on holiday. Two meals in one. And we've got, I'm sure we haven't got a hot dog. I feel like there was pizza. Yeah, I feel like there was a version of that. And wasn't there one with a, there was a hot dog. I mean, there's one with little burgers on as well. I think Domino's did. It was almost a bit like that, I think. Mm. Um, Do you want a pizza or do you want a burger? I know, but but people just want everything, don't they? That's the problem with the world now. 
Uh, Carl says, uh, spicy fish egg flavoured Pringles from Singapore are beautiful. Get out. No. (laughs) Spicy fish egg. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Where was that? Singapore? Singapore. He said, like, you'd buy the Pringles because you're abroad. And you buy, like, mm. your Pringles or your Lay's crisps and you don't speak the language. Yeah, you have yeah. to look at the picture. You're going, I think it's tomato and garlic, is it? I think that's yeah. what the picture's at. You have to try and work it out. But with the Pringles, there's very little drawing on it. So you just say something. You go, what colour's that? I think it's paprika. And then you get it home. You'd be absolutely livid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about this, though, from Mackenzie, who says, uh, after being gone for more than a decade, lobster rolls were added to certain McDonald's menus... Uh, in uh, Maine, New Hampshire, in America. These lobster rolls are summer staples and uh, over Vermont as well, and they come with an individual lemon slice. That is classy. That, that is actually classy. sounds quite nice. That does not sound like McDonald's does at all, nice. does it? That sounds really mm, classy. That does sound nice. Uh, in 2014, we've got, we got one from Jack Reacher here. Do you think it's Jack? No, he's a fictional character. He's just called Jack Reacher. Uh In 2014, Pizza Hut decided to make a new crust solely out of Doritos chips. So if you ever wanted to eat pizza and Doritos at the same time, look no further. The crust was also stuffed with mozzarella cheese in case you needed another bit of convincing that it will taste incredible. The the, the base was made out of Doritos. That sounds weird. Doritos. I don't like the sound of that, if I'm honest. Mmm, tasty. Mm. Um, Laura Farmer says, the wimpy cheeseburger in a brown bun with a, with their amazing pink sauce. She wants that back. Dominic says, the mushroom Swiss burger from Burger King is sadly missed by me. A mushroom Swiss I burger? No, not, I don't I think, think that we'd have ever, ever ordered that, though, Steve, would we, to be fair? No, no. Um, Siobhan says, in New York, we went to McDonald's for breakfast and they did McGriddles. Uh, which are like the muffins, but the bread is sweet, which they did them here. I, I, do, I, do, I do remember from McDonald's, the McRib. Where's the McRib? Oh, the did McRib. Did you ever have one of them? Yeah, it was like a pretty... I did. It didn't have, it didn't have meat ribs in it. It, it, was, like, it was sort no, of No, no, but it was like a little bit like... Shaped like it. It was shaped it. like it, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That used to yeah, be a thing in the, the sort of 90s and 80s, like things that were rib shaped there was a you used to be able to get like a, a frozen version of something that was like oh right. yeah let's shape it like some meat it's not that meat but let's make it look like it's um some ribs yeah hmm, I, I could be i could be into that uh, and bronwyn says in 2003 i went to switzerland uh, and the mcdonald's there had the most amazing burger called a cheese fondue burger love to mm, see, see no. if they still sell it that sounds nice i love cheese okay. Fondue, 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 now, fondue now. I wish you hadn't bothered. I've never been a fondue <laughs> fan. You're not a fondue fan? No, not a fondue fan. It's just melted cheese, like it? It's not a nice cheese. Grown-ups. Yeah, no, but, well, is it? <laughs> I don't know if it is for grown-ups. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Where real music matters. Um, some big news this week, Steve big news and it's not about strikes it's not about brexit it's not about uh Mm. finances around the country it's not about immigration this is big Mm. news an age old debate has been settled that's it good good a study of 2000 brits found that a whopping four in ten have been wrongly keeping their heinz tomato ketchup 
in the cupboard, not the fridge. Ketchup does belong in the fridge. Does it? Does it? The research revealed that Sheffield residents are the worst offenders, it says. Oh, okay. uh, With almost two-thirds storing their ketchup in the cupboard. Where do you put your ketchup, Steve? Um, I think think it's in the fridge because my son likes it cool, but I don't think it needs to be in the fridge. Where do the people of Sheffield get Henderson's relish? That's the question, isn't it? It's probably in the fridge. <laughs> Quite, no, that yeah. go in the fridge. Probably. The endos, does it? No, no. Well, look, Sauce Masters Heinz have had the final. You would okay. trust them, wouldn't you, Steve? Sorcerers. Let's call them sorcerers. But spell it. Sorcerers. Yes. Of course, yeah. that's what they should be called. It, they have settled the age-old debate. Uh, they announced on Twitter yesterday it has to be dot 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 in the fridge. So they've actually said it. They've said really? it. Now. Why have they taken um, so the long? argument? Well, it's, it's fair, hard, isn't it? You this, don't this lose half your raging for you. Oh, they could have just told us this ages ago. I know they've got 57 varieties to contend with. You know, they've they must have lot. more, by the way, now as well. Than they've 57. got many. They've got about 5,000. It's crazy. Exactly. Why does it still say 57 varieties on the beans? They've got a full, not buying they've got a full English breakfast in a can. Yeah, really? got, yeah that's 58. Now. <laughs> that's 58. There you go. Uh, the argument which has seen hot takes on social media from the likes of Cardi B and Victoria Beckham uh, wading into the debate, uh, newsflash, they were both wrong, uh, has been a controversial topic for years, as you just pointed out, Steve. The research also shows that this is one debate men and women can agree on, uh, though Heinz confirms they are in fact both incorrect. The study shows that two-fifths of men, 41%, and women, uh, also 41%, are keeping their ketchup in the cupboard. What are you keeping the, in the cupboard for? What a weird thing to do. Uh, Olivia... Uh, Olivia Lennon from Heinz Tomato Ketchup says, There was only ever one correct answer and we're happy to share with Heinz Tomato Ketchup lovers across the UK that our ketchup has to be in the fridge. Why? They say, well, here comes the science bit. Heinz Tomato Mm, Ketchup has natural acidity, which makes the ketchup shelf stable. Um, Ketchup shelf stable. stable. Uh, However, once open... Stable on the shelf. Shelf Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that means. However, once this has been opened, this can be affected by storage conditions. So whether you're uh, dolloping it on your burger or slathering it on your pizza, nobody's doing that. Heinz always recommends you pop it back in the fridge after use. So there you go. Solved. I don't think it's... uh, Do you know what would solve this? Just write on your back of your bottle, keep refrigerated after opening, which I I don't think is on there. (laughs) We wouldn't have been having this debate, would we? Somebody would go, no, no, it says there, look, put it in the fridge. Nothing says keeping a store in a dark place. Are you getting one? Well, right, I've, I've, get I've it. just opened the fridge, yeah, because I'm recording in the kitchen. Oh, go, on. Um, go on. Does it say anything? Because if it does, see. we shouldn't have had this argument. Oh, it doesn't say anything? No, it just says... Oh, I, oh whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Hold on. Storage. Shake well oh. before use. After opening... Refrigerate. Just say then. Why are we having an argument? So it does then? actually say it. So does why it is there an argument? Yeah. So somebody's well, read that and gone, Steve. oh, bitch. Goes in a cupboard. I get it because it's got vinegar in it and it's, you know, that should keep things. Yeah. Is well, that for like. I've, yeah. I've just pulled this uh, bottle of um, tomato ketchup out of the fridge and it's not actually been opened yet. So what do you do before it's opened? Well, it's, it's shelf, refrigerate. whatever it said, it's shelf something, didn't it? Before it's been opened, before the air's hit it, it's fine. It's shelf stable. I think that's what they well, were. I'm glad we were able to. Um, I'm glad we were the able big, to talk about yeah, that this morning. The big topics. The big topics. If there's any other big topics you want to uh, qualify and sorting out, get in touch. Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. Woo! 
all right. It is, as ever, time to play Hit Me With Your Best Facts, where you can win yourself a Jason Manford Show mug if you can wow us with your amazing facts simply by emailing us, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Harry Marsh kicks us off, Steve. Okay, let's go. Uh, says, Brian Boffy invented jelly tots by accident. Okay, I like this. That's all we've got, isn't uh, it? That it was, no, that no, he's, he's given us a little bit more. It was the time he was trying to to come up with a way to produce a powdered jelly that set instantly when it was added to cold water. Oh, okay. And he invented the jelly top. Mm. Is that the jelly bag? What a lovely... The jelly top. It's a jelly top, the jelly No, the bag? jelly top, sir. What is the jelly Well, I get, top? maybe it's... That's full of gelatin, I think. I don't know, maybe it's... Is it the same thing? They're sort of... They're the little one, the little sort of... Um, oh, small. I don't know what shape they are. Mm. Like a little cup surrounded by sugar. Okay, all right, okay. They're very nice, they're very nice. Uh, Michelle says, 28,000 kilograms of strawberries and 10,000 litres of cream are consumed during... Don't Mm. interrupt me, Steve. I'm just guessing. I was doing the fact there. I know, I'm just guessing. (laughs) Wimbledon. Wimbledon. That was a question. Wimbledon. How many? Say it again. Time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, you're right. You're right. No, <laughs> you're quite right. Consumed during Wimbledon. I've, I've I've eaten strawberries and cream at Wimbledon as well. They do taste. They do, they do taste better. Do they? Why? Because they're more yeah, expensive. Nobody knows why. Because you, you've invested a small fortune. You have to. In they them. have to taste better, don't they? If you had one, it was really tart. You'd be like, no, 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 no that's so nice. <clears throat> that is definitely worth forty-five quid for a punnet. I am absolutely loving the nicest strawberries I've ever eaten. <laughs> we've got a tennis club on our road and we were going to join it we've been putting it off yeah but we've been putting it off like I've join this tennis club it's like a little it's lovely mm. I'm going to get Hal in you know and then mm. we've just thought I oh, can't do it now can we because you can't go and join a tennis, tennis club when no. we've just started can you I uh, just got into no. tennis it, you can't yeah, do anything no, you, you just have to leave tennis for a couple of months now don't you until it's all yeah, died down you do absolutely I mean, obviously I'm a tennis guy you are yeah um, you are. As, as you know and um, I bet oh, you've seen the, it all at the, the tennis club this time of year, mate. have you? Yeah, mate. Is it with oh, carnage? It's the is biggest it? bugbear. Is it you, really? Can you get a court? No, you can't get a court. Yeah, because it's just everyone's and, decided and we've even, there. Yeah, we've even said, you know, in the in the in the AGM, we've said, look, is there any um, is there any way of uh, sort of d- anyone who tries to join this time is there any way of delaying their membership for a couple of weeks? Yeah. You know, just so just. So if they want, think about if they it. actually really want to, yeah, yeah. think about it. Or yeah, just put a T over the D, so it's like a you know the, the lawn tennis club, and then they'll go, oh, I thought it's just a tennis club, and then they won't want to join. If they That's if they care, idea. they'll have a look, won't they? They'll look into it. But the, yeah, exactly. I mean, but uh, no, you can join. You should definitely join. It's a it's a it's a lot of fun. I'm a big mm. I'm a big fan, and it's one of those sports which you can once you can sort once you can sort of hit it over the net mm. consistently, then you can play, and it's fine. Yeah. The thing is, they've got two rates, so they've got the playing rates, and they've got like a social member where you can just sit in the bar and have a drink. <laughs> I, might, I might join on that. Not for me. The son, obviously, he, he can't sit in the bar yeah. with me all day. But uh, I, I might, say. you know, just saying. No, it's good yeah. sport for kids as well. Though. It's nice and sociable. Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Tana Flowers. Tana. That's a nice name, isn't it? Oh, good name. Tana Flowers. Uh, she's emailed us, Jason, at absoluteradio.co.uk, and she says, did you know... You literally have gold on your head and body. That's because human hair contains gold as well as 14 other elements. Does it? That's a good one, isn't it? No. Wow. Spun gold on your hair. 
spun gold on the head. Is that true? I mean, it must be true. Cause she would, checked, it must but... have been checked. BBC Bite Sizes. Everything's yeah. on that website. Hmm. I like it. I like it. I See, again, if that was me sending that in, even with that fact before, I'd have said, did you know you literally have gold on your head and body? And I wouldn't have said any more. Yeah, I would have, yeah. Same with Harry Marsh before. Brian yeah. Boffey invented jelly tots by accident. These Boom. That's where you should leave these facts. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what you're trying to do is you're trying to tempt me and Steve into Googling more info. Yeah, exactly. Don't give us too much. So, Yeah. Uh, Mark Rose, the world's longest barbecue lasted over three days in Georgia, 2014. Uh, Jan Grief cooked for about 80 hours and over 500 burgers and 500 sausages were eaten. Is that it? 500 burgers in three days? We do that in an afternoon. It depends how many people there. If there's only six people there, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, that is it. That, that's more impressive now. There's only four people are there. You a, oh, my God. Are you, yeah. are you a barbecue guy, Steve? Did you get the barbecue out? We, we did a, like we a barbecue, did a like barbecue clean, class once, didn't we? Up. We did do a barbecue. We learned a lot, didn't we? We did learn a lot. We did but, learn a lot, uh, yeah. Direct indirect heat, and direct heat. Do you remember all that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do remember so all the that. chicken... It goes, you know, in the centre and you have the coals either, you know, going round it, so it's indirect heat. But the burgers, bang, straight on top direct. of the coal. I want the flame on them. And if, it, if you try and take it off, remember this bit, if you try and take it off and it's sticking, oh, it's yeah. not done yet. Just leave it. That's when right. It's, when it's cooked, it will move away from the grill and then you'll be yeah. able to flip it. If you're looking, so it's not cooking, I think is what he said. Yeah, that's, is that what, is that what he said? That was, looking, that, he said, if you're looking, it's not cooking. So if you open it up, so, I mean, I don't think that's true. I don't think it suddenly stops. Oh, if you open the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot more lid on stuff, yeah. wasn't there? Than, yeah, than yeah, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you, um, but do you get, do you, do you whip the barbecue out of a, of a summer? Yeah, I, yeah. I, could, I like a little family barbecue. It's nice, doesn't it? I don't like yeah, that. When you get it, when you first get it out, it's just all that, a lot of cleaning to do. And then there's, there's people there going, you don't need to clean it. The, the eat will do all the work. There's, well. It'll kill all the spiders and bacteria. <laughs> and you're like, well, I might just give it a little clean with a, with a white I'll just give it a, a quick run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I always try and get a bit fancy with it. I'll tell you what I did last year, actually, I'm going to try and bring back uh, in our family ones, was an onion cut into sort of, you sort of cut right through it, um, but leave it mm. sort of connected at Wrap the bottom. foil. Yeah. Do it loads of times, yeah. Egg and uh, breadcrumbs and salt and pepper like that, you, and you sort of dip it in there. And then you wrap it in foil, put it in the, the barbecue, and then when it op- and then it sort of opens up inside and you can peel the itself. leaves off, like almost like petals. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. Well, that does sound That's nice. That's a nice yeah, way to do it. Look at that. Yeah. Cooking tips. I barbecue think... tips on this show. Steve, what can we not do on this show? We do everything. I... The weather's been... It's a one-stop it's shop. It's got... We've got everything. I think, you know. Cindy Morris says... All the British coins from 1p to 50p put together in a certain order creates the Royal Shield of Arms in its entirety. What? 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 So because of the... What does that mean? So because of the patterns on the... On the, on the tail the side, non, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, on the tail side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you've, you put them in a certain... Oh, if you put them together, it creates the Royal Shield of Arms in its entirety. Why? Have, you have to get certain why has this coins. Never happened? I don't know. We have to get certain coins. Obviously, they do change it a lot, don't they? And they do one for, you know, a tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've got them all, then you've got one of them yeah. Paddington Bear fifty p's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they're well, probably that one's not. got Shearer on it. Is, was he on the? Was he on the original Shield? <laughs> yeah, that's not quite as. Uh, that's not going to cut it. 
one. Um, here we go. Um, my son Elliot is very excited to share this fact. Of course, he's a nine-year-old boy, so it's a poo fact. Of course, of course it yeah, I wouldn't naturally. expect anything naturally. less from a nine-year-old. Yeah, perfect. And a boy. Uh, we listen to your show every week to and from swimming. Did you know that elephants eat a lot of fibre? So when they poo, you can make that poo into paper in a factory. The dung of one elephant can provide up to 115 sheets of A4 paper per day. 15 what? 115 sh- oh, I thought you said else of A4 paper per day. Wow. That's good, isn't it? That's very good. That why don't they start using it? That is a good fact, actually. Why don't they start doing that? I don't know. Well, you I mean, wouldn't I know forget where well, you put it either, would you? Because an elephant, you exactly. always remember. Every note, every note you wrote down, yeah, you'd, you'd, always you'd remember, remember forever. Yeah, but then a mice would come in the room and you'd absolutely throw all the paper everywhere. <laughs> you'd be terrified. Terrified. Uh, Noah Barnes says, Freshwater snails are responsible for more deaths than lions, sharks, and wolves every year. <laughs> Fresh <water>. What? <laughs> oh, just throw in the towel. This contest is over. Fresh water Fresh snails. Water snails. Are, more, are responsible for more deaths than what? Lions? Lions, sharks, and wolves combined. Right. Just you don't even need to read the rest out. I, I mean, I mean. <laughs> what? How's that? What? How? What no are they idea. doing? What are they doing? Snails. What are freshwater snails doing to kill so many people? Are they killing people or are they just killing other fish? Oh, it doesn't say actually. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't specify yeah. that. More deaths. I mean, you know, is it just is it eating like some sort of you know? Oh no, marine tiny bacteria. Oh, I don't know. Okay, good well, one. That I mean, that's I'm a good intrigued. one. Was strong. Well, that was a strong round, actually, both from young Elliot on his way to swimming and yeah. uh, Noah as well there. Oh, tough, tough this. Yeah, tricky. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. And we've had a little bit of a clarification, Steve, on the, mm, from uh, the BBC by on the facts so website. far. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Adem, who, uh, our producer, who checks everything, uh, says that the freshwater snails that are responsible for more deaths than lions, sharks and wolves combined every year, it is humans. Yeah. It's not just anything. It is humans. Okay. Yeah. And he also says, uh, Elliot's fact about uh, elephant dung uh, creating paper, 115 sheets of A4 per day, uh, you can actually buy them uh, from Not On The High Street. Oh, so can you? Okay. All right. You can buy them okay. online. Uh, elephant so there is the paper. About the paper, poo paper. Okay. If you're trying to write a love letter to someone that you're not sure about, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not this one. Just stick on that. Maybe stick on that one. Uh, okay, we've got two more facts, Steve, and then we are going to have a little think about a winner. Okay. Sean Hammer simply said four Sean words, Hammer. Steve. That's all he's. Okay. Sean okay. Hammer. You know, Sean, the the fellow in the Stop. village with the hammer. Have oh, a time. Right. Yeah. that. That's him. Um. It, th- this is what I like about this fact. There's only four words in this fact, and yet okay, it does it. create more questions than answers. Okay. Cockroaches have individual personalities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen the boat's light, so I can... I can yeah. You know, I can but how do that. they know? I can see that. How do I they know? know? Yeah, how do they how know? How do scientists oh, go? Watch him. Watch that him. one. Watch him. Uh, he's a bit of, Yeah. He's, he's got a right word he says, humor, right? <laughs> <laughs> This one, don't believe a word he says, right? 
He says one thing, he always does. He always does another. <laughs> this one, hey, hey, this one, here. get him over. This one's great at doing impressions. I do the, do the, do the red ant, do it. Oh, it's brilliant impressions. All different. Can he do red ant? No, we can't do red oh. ant. They're all different. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd love to. That's amazing. I'd love that. It does sound like a scientist who was studying cockroaches went slowly mad. Yeah. And then, and when, you could then this came years, up with this mate, What have you deduced from years and years? Will they, in the event of a nuclear war, will they be the last one surviving? Well, there's no way to know without doing a nuclear war. But I'll tell you yeah. what, this guy yeah. is a right misery. And this one is a right laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very different. Right. The nuclear war Maybe thing, though, will they, would they survive in any... Uh, well, he would, because he's Maybe got a should... personality that actually <laughs> would, would repel. He's got a force. robust personality, yeah. Yeah, he would be fine. Not sure about He'll him. He'll be all right. A little bit needy. Not him over there, no. No, no, he's, he's yeah, he'd make out that, He'd make out that he's, he's a martyr, him. He'd make out that it was his fault that I knew this would happen to me. He's proper like that, him. Uh, and Catherine Martin, with our final fact of the week. Paintball was invented in 1981 by a hunter and Wall Street stockbroker who argued over who had superior survival skills. The stockbroker lost, of course. Yeah, he invented that, paintball. Yeah. I can see that between a hunter and a Wall Street yeah. stockbroker. There's only yeah. there's just two losers in that, isn't there? Yes, of course there is. Yeah. I bet cockroaches with more personality, to be honest, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Well, it's not, not surprising. <laughs> I'm going to rattle through them quickly, Steve. Okay. Uh, Harry told us about Brian Boffey, who invented jelly tots by accident. Michelle told us 28,000 kilograms of strawberries and 10,000 litres of cream are consumed during Wimbledon. Uh, Tana says, did you know you have gold on your head and body? Mark Rose told us about the longest barbecue that lasted three days. Cindy told us about the shield of arms, the Royal Shields of Arms that appears in British coins from 1p to 50p. Kind of amazing. Young Elliot, on his way to swimming, told us that uh, you can make paper out of elephant poop. And Noah told us about freshwater snails, responsible for more human deaths than lions, sharks and wolves combined every year. Cockroaches have individual personalities, according to Sean. And Catherine told us uh, that paintball was invented in 1981. Steve, tough week. I mean, all all good. Very tough week. Actually, it was a solid week. You're right. really was. But it has to be the snail. Has the freshwater snail caused more deaths than all those very dangerous animals? I need to know more. Steve, they are the world's deadliest creature. I've never seen a documentary about a freshwater snail going, the world's deadliest creature. I know. little guy with his eyes on the top of his stalks. (laughs) I've never seen this. It's, um, yeah, and also, how can you not get away from it? I mean, you know, like with a, a lion and a tiger, you're not outrunning them, but surely yeah, if you see a running snail at you. coming you've, at you. You've got, yeah, you've got, a, you've got about three hours, haven't you? <laughs> exactly. exactly. What did you do that for? Exactly. I have Loads done that before. I picked a snail up on my garden, and like when I'm cleaning mm. a bit of the garden, and he's on a leaf, that I've just cleaned that section. I've got, hey, mate, I've just picked him up, and I've thrown him over the other side of the garden towards... Yeah the mother shrubbery sometimes maybe over the fence uh, mm. so that could have hit someone on the head and you know killed could them. have yeah That's, also you could, you could end up in that joke couldn't you where, where two years later you get on the door, the door three weeks later <laughs> <laughs> what was that for <laughs> what did you do that for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, I often, when I throw them, I always think of that joke. What was that for? I, I always think for? of that joke when I throw one. <laughs> That's a great joke. Um, uh, basically, it's a, it's a, the, the freshwater snail carries a parasitic mm. disease uh, right. called schistosomiasis. Doesn't matter what it's called. Uh, but so if anybody uh, it affects goes in the water. What? Oh. 250 million people. Uh, it affects. It's one of the world's most deadliest uh, parasites. You can contract it from just wading, swimming, entering the water in oh. any way. The parasite basically exits the snail into the water and looks for you. It penetrates you through right. your skin, migrates through your body, ends up in your blood vessels where it can live for many years, even decades. It's not the worms that actually cause disease in people. It's the eggs, Steve. It's the eggs. And those eggs have sharp barbs because they eventually need to make it back out of the human body and back into the water and find that they're snails that they need to complete their reproduction cycle. And so those eggs can lodge in different tissues and cause severe symptoms ranging from anemia and fatigue all the way to various severe symptoms, even death in 10% of chronic cases. I wish I'd I'd chosen the monkey poo paper now, or whatever it was, elephant poo paper. (laughs) This is very dark, isn't it? Oh. We could have kept it light there, Steve. The thing is, hey, if you, you, were, you can make some paper out of you in, poop, if you, no. Say you're in, yeah, you're in a Congo or somewhere and there's a stream. You're like, I wonder if we can drink that water. I wonder if we can swim through that water. You don't want to go, I can't see any sharks, can't see any crocodiles. What's over there? Uh, there's three snails over there. <laughs> we'll be all right in this water. That's what you'd think, <laughs> wouldn't you? That's what you'd think. You would, but not anymore. But no, not anymore. I'm going to lob With... the next one I see, even though he's not a freshwater snail. <laughs> I'm going to lob him as far as I possibly can. You and your mates. Absolutely wrong guns. And just um, that's what I'm gonna do next time. <laughs> Jason. Jason Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. What have you got planned this week, Steve? Um just uh, pottering. Just pottering really. Pottering. pottering. Started the Going show camp- pottering. Go camping. Camping pottering. and pottering. Oh yeah. Oh nice, mm. nice. First trip out. That'd be fun. Where, you, where are you going uh, where are you going? Not too Camping. far. Some, a bit, somewhere Sussex. Somewhere about sort of 40 Sussex-wise, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'll be lovely. Lovely stuff. Uh, I will be... Uh, I'm going to the Emerald City to see if I can get some courage off the Wizard of Oz. Uh, that's what good, I do. Good, Same good. thing I do every night. Uh, so if you fancy uh, coming to see us... Um, hey, I will tell you another little thing. Uh, so they've worked out at the Palladium. There's some seats that are restricted view, which means... When they say restricted viewers at theatres, it often just means like you can't see a bit of the stage. It's not actually, it's not like a big pillar in front of you. Mm. It just means there's a bit of the stage, often the back left or back right, that you can't really see. Um, anyway, on our show, they've worked out yeah. that because uh, the stage has been uh, made higher, um, you've got to be five foot eight, five foot nine, to, if you sat on the front row. To be able to see, so they now they've unsold the front row, moved everybody who had front row tickets elsewhere. But now the front row is back on sale for like a tenner. But you've at the London Palladium. Short. Yeah, so you've, you've got to be tall. You've got to be so you've got to be. Oh, you've got to be tall. Sorry. You know, you got to be. Yeah, you got to be five foot seven, five foot eight, or something. So it's yeah. probably no good for. Although saying that, I see kids on there having a good look at that. Um, but it's. It, I was just thinking it might. It was worth mentioning because there might be people out there thinking, "Oh, yeah. I can't afford." Uh, to come and see that. Well, you can, because there's tickets for like 10, 15 quid uh, and, they're, and, they're, and they're decent. Bring, and then what you do is you get in there and get bring your little booster chair for your kid and then you've mm-hmm. rigged the system, yeah, yeah. haven't you? Anyway, you didn't hear that from me. All right. Didn't hear that from me. Yeah. Um, 
Come and see us in the Wizard of Oz this summer at the London Palladium. Have a lovely day, have a lovely week, and we'll see you next week here on Absolute Radio. Bye!